The Ontario government, speaking of driving, is launching the digital dealership registration. This is going to um, make it easier, faster, and they say more convenient for us Ontarians to not only buy a car, but to get behind the wheel of that car as soon as possible. Ross Romano is Minister of Government and Consumer Services. He joins the Kelly Cotrera Show on 640 Toronto. Ross, good morning. Good morning, Kelly. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. Thanks for joining us. What, can you maybe describe the current process when it comes to vehicle registration in Ontario? So the current process before the changes take effect is that an individual, when they purchase a motor vehicle from a dealership, as uh, many would be aware, they'd have to come back on another day down the road uh, in order to pick up their vehicle. And that would allow time for the dealership to get the registrations done, the permits done, and to get your license plates um, uh, attached to the motor vehicle and uh, taken care of through Service Ontario. So in essence, what you have is a very outdated slow and inconvenient system. And what we have done is we've changed that. So that's what we had then. And this is what we have now. Now we're moving to a system that is easier, faster, and more convenient. When you buy your motor vehicle, the dealership will be able to do those registrations, permits, and obtain your license plates right on the spot, attach them to that motor vehicle, and you can be leaving on the same day with your new car. It's about making things, again, it's just a matter of making it easier, faster, more convenient, it is a way that we are eliminating uh, duplicative paperwork and time-consuming trips uh, through Service Ontario's. And it's just about speeding up service delivery and, and improving uh, the ease of doing business in our province. What, was this uh, creation of the digital dealership registration in the works pre-pandemic, or did that kind of motivate things going online? Uh, yes, it was. In fact, uh, MPP Michael Harris had introduced a private member's bill in uh, 2018, and uh, we uh, we were able to utilize that as motivation towards creating uh, the digital dealership uh, registry. And how much is this going to save drivers? Um, in terms of actual costs, uh, the costs that are being saved by drivers, of course, is, uh, is, is being sort of transferred to drivers since there's reduced costs for dealerships in terms of the the nature of their service delivery models. So uh, those uh, certainly can be passed on to uh, on to consumers. Um, and I think the, the most critical piece of this, of course, though, is the ease um, for uh, for people and making things more convenient and, and just a matter of getting with the times. And that is something that we have been very motivated as a government to do. Uh, we like to say that we don't want to be digital only, but we certainly want to be digital first. We want to ensure that the services uh, that people are used to having uh, of a non-digital uh, uh, nature uh, can still continue, but we want to ensure that we create those opportunities um, uh, for efficiencies wherever possible. Uh, and again, it's, it's, it's just common sense, and it's a way of ensuring that uh, that we're, we're speeding up these types of processes. And, uh-huh. um, you know, when you look at a lot of that work we've been doing, Kelly, this is something that we've been working on now pre-pandemic uh, for the last four years, which is moving the, the top 10 um, uh, Service Ontario um, um, tasks, if you will, uh, online and, and making sure that they're available to people in a faster and more efficient way. And we're continuing to, to move in that, uh, in that direction. Speaking of getting with the times, Apple announced that Arizona is going to be the first state to offer driver's licenses and a state ID in wallet. And then I believe we're expecting Colorado, Hawaii, Mississippi, Ohio, uh, to follow suit, how far away are we from digital driver's licenses in Ontario? 
I would like to say that as we move forward with our digital transformation in this government, this is something that we want to be able to get to the point of, uh, obviously, as I said earlier, we want to be digital first, not digital only. And so we are continuing to work very closely on that. In fact, our, our, our um, uh, Minister Rashid uh, in our government has been working uh, very hard on, uh, on the digital ID uh, or the digital wallet, if we can call it that. And that is something that is in the works. And um, I'm, I'm hopeful that we'll be able to get that done soon. We're speaking with Ross Romano, who's Minister of Government and Consumer Services on the Kelly Cotrera Show here at 640 Toronto. Um, it sounds like you're working for the show now, but see, you kind of are because there are so many announcements. I know we've got an election coming up, but there's so many announcements in recent days that it's hard to keep track of everything. So, Ross, I'm happy you're joining us. I know that the provincial government apparently has a plan to crack down on developers. That announcement's being made today. Give us the specifics. This involves, I believe, uh, coming to the aid of people that were really disappointed after their condo contracts were cancelled unless they could come up with another $100,000 to buy something they already had an agreement on. Can you discuss what's up? Well, absolutely. And thanks for the question, Kelly. And this is one that's really uh, near and dear uh, to all of us here in our government. Um, You know, when the premier said that nothing burns him up more than developers who are trying to make extra money off the backs of hardworking people, that is something that we absolutely want to crack down on as a government. We want to ensure that bad actors are put in their place We want to make sure that we're defending future homeowners from these types of unethical and egregious practices. Uh, We we can't allow developers to go around unfairly canceling pre-construction projects. This is one of the most expensive things that anybody will buy in their lifetime. Uh, In fact, the most expensive thing that they will likely buy in their lifetime. And uh, we have to ensure that there's fairness and ethical practices. And so what we've done is we've imposed uh, five uh, regulations uh, that we're introducing today. And those regulations, uh, we believe, are going to create the teeth to ensure that we're deterring these bad behaviors. And I think this is also about sending a message to these these bad faith developers out there to know that we're not going to stand for it. Mm -hmm. We're going to defend the little guy. We will always defend the little guy. And we will ensure that uh, these these types of uh, uh, persons out there who want to try to rip off Ontarians by canceling their projects, um, their, their construction projects that they're just not going to get away from. I have under a minute with you, but I'd like specifics. How are you going to yeah, do exactly. that? What are the, what so, are the, so, do you have some specifics? I absolutely do. So number one, first and foremost, I think it's the biggest one, a uh, person who is fined, uh, uh, found guilty of an infraction of this nature, a developer could get a license suspension of up to two years. You can imagine that somebody isn't going to want to lose their ability to build a home for another couple of years. Uh, clearly, I think that's a most, that's probably the most significant uh, of all of these teeth, if I can call them that. Uh, the second piece is that we're going to double the fines for corporations as well as individuals who who pull off these types of uh, practices, and we'll actually get rid of uh, the uh, the maximum fines for repeat offenders. Uh, as a third provision, we are going to, for the first time ever, ensure that past behaviors and offenses are considered when we're assessing. Uh, fines as well as license suspensions uh, and when we're assessing that bad behavior of these developers and as well we will now be able to launch these investigations without a formal complaint as soon as this information is received by HCRA that a condo has been cancelled it'll immediately uh, create an investigation and the last piece you can now get the Bank of Interest, uh, the Bank of Canada interest rate back, which previously there was actually a negative interest on your deposit so you could theoretically lose money 
when your uh, condo was cancelled. Uh, now we're going to ensure that that's not the case, and uh, at least you're not losing any money off of your uh, off of your deposit. But I think the most critical piece here is when you're looking at the fines, when you're looking at the nature in which we are assessing those fines and assessing uh, suspensions, looking at past behaviors, uh, and ensuring that these are very serious again teeth. Uh, to to ensure that uh, we're we're protecting Ontarians when they make their biggest investment. And we're I'm going to leave it at that, Ross, because I think you've given us a lot of information, a lot of things to chew on. You get that? The teeth, the chewing? Yes, yes. Thanks indeed. so much, Ross. Have a great day. You too. All the best. Cheers. Ross Romano is Minister of Government and Consumer Services.